This is the Colonial Department's Extra Credit, a bonus show that provides some nugget-sized tidbits of Philippine colonial history. It's based on the most recent episode, so if you haven't yet, check out Season 3, Episode 11, The Dawning of the Age of Steam, then hop on back here for some extra credit. Riding the MRT has always been an experience. Every Manila commuter has a story about the long lines and the crowded carriages. Years of riding the MRT ingrained in me a lot of useful survival habits like how to one-strap your backpack on your front to protect your bag from pickpockets or how to squeeze yourself onto the space beside the door so you won't have a hard time getting out. When I first started riding the MRT way back in June 2000, it was really a revelation. When the LRT2 opened a few years later, I thought, this is it, more trains to come. But that never really happened, right? So it was really interesting to me to go back in time through my readings to see how life was like when rails and streetcars were a bigger part of Manila life. Of course, I wasn't able to put every interesting detail that I jotted down on my notes. Here are three interesting little tidbits about Manila's first railway line that I left on the cutting room floor. One, Cuba, another Spanish colony, was way ahead of the Philippines in terms of railway development. In fact, it even beat its home country. The first train line in Cuba was set up in 1837, 11 years before the first train line in Spain, and 55 years before the first train line in the Philippines. Historians Alberto Elena and Javier Ordonez say that this was because the slave economy in Cuba had made the elite so rich they were able to import new technology from abroad. 2. As we discussed in the podcast episode, the Philippines' first train line was the Ferrocarril de Manila a Dagupan. It was run by the Manila Railroad Company, a British firm that used English technology, Spanish engineering plans, and Filipino manual labor. After 99 years at the terms of the company's contract, the railway and all of its assets would be turned over to Spain. Of course, because of the Philippine Revolution, that never happened. 3. Did you know that the Manila-Dagupan Railway would deal Jose Rizal one of the biggest heartbreaks of his life? Leonor Rivera, his childhood sweetheart, ended up marrying an engineer of the Manila Railroad Company. His name was Henry Charles Skipping, and he fell in love with Leonor after her family moved to Dagupan. When Rizal heard the news, the future national hero told his friend Blumentritt in a letter, Well, the first blow of the railroad is for me. And now I leave you with a quote from one of my readings. This is from a journal on the history of the Manila-Dagupan Railway and describes the 195-kilometer journey from the point of view of one of its first passengers. An eyewitness, describing the route through which the train passed, used the words enchanting, varied, and picturesque for the portion of the journey from Manila to Bulacan and farther on through Pampanga and part of Tarlac noted that to be seen were sun-soaked fields and emerald green of the sugarcane plantations. Towards the northern end of Tarlac was a shadowy forest, and beyond were extensive fields of rice like those of the great plains of Pangasinan. The monotony of the level rice fields was interrupted only by files of coconut trees. And that's it. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode, and check back next week for a new episode of The Colonial Department.